Welcome to the Increased Revenue Podcast with your host, PG the Commissioner. <laughs> the bag of fucks. Like, not yeah. as, like, there's a hole in the bag of fucks. Exactly. And it all fell out. And Tom TQ Quinn. I fucking run this house. I, there's five people in this house. I know the most about this this technology box, and I'm I'm alpha. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Tom. Howdy, Paul. How's it going? Quite well. And here we are, middle of October. Leaves are changing colors. Halloween upcoming. Yep. Kids' birthday next week. It's uh, it's a nice time of year. How about you? Um, yeah, I guess the same, right? Um, we're still just because we're, um, you know, the one benefit of living in the Midwest on the edge of the Eastern Time Zone is it still stays late, fairly late. Like that's nice, uh, right? The kids had <laughs> Violet had soccer practice. Uh, I mean, I it's not like too late, but Violet had soccer practice at six thirty on. Started at six thirty. Yeah, started at six thirty on Wednesday. I mean, like to be fair, it was like dark by seven oh five. But um, <laughs> but I dropped her off at a park at six thirty and said I'll be back in an hour. Wow. <laughs> it was like pitch black dark. Um, by the time it was over, but uh, and actually I didn't even pick her up, but she found her way home. Yeah, um, I was gonna so say yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's fine. Uh, but yeah, I generally I like this. I think this was like my favorite time of year. Like yeah. The, like the cool, like the nights. I don't know. Maybe it's like jeans you know, and Friday, a sweater, right? Yeah, like the Friday nights in the fall. Like yeah. Growing up in high school and college were always fun. Like those always seemed like good party weekends before things got too cold. I'm with you. So yeah, this I'm time a, of year, exactly, reminds me of. I have good memories of this time of year, and now, well, I still have good. I guess I was just saying my kids' birthdays in October, but um, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. haven't had a good memory in at least. Mm, four yeah. or five years yeah siri can you tell me all my good memories um yeah uh that that that, that that light uh thing is very nice that is okay like you said because i was telling you before the kids went to a birthday party yesterday and started at four but like at by like 5 30 it was like dark right like yeah. i was just like all right i guess and like it was in the backyard and they didn't have any so exactly it was like all right the kids ran around in the dark for a little bit then it was kind of like all right like let's let's we gotta go yeah. Well, um, and you know what tomorrow is, don't you? Right. Um, October 21st, of yeah, course. And that would be one. that would be the what? Second Saturday in October, I believe, or third Saturday. Seven, October? 14, 21. Yeah, that yeah, would make sense. Yeah. 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 And so that is, as we all know, is uh, sweetest day is tomorrow, Tom. So very important that you um, do whatever you need to do to get to get those sweetest day presents ready, ready to rock. Um, just a heads up from, from me to you and to all the listeners of the podcast. Um, make sure you get your, your sweetest day activities in, in early if you can or late, you know, whenever, whenever you want. I, I don't know whether right now I should ask you about what you're saying or it's so obvious and everyone knows what you're talking about that I'm going to embarrass myself, but at the you've never risk- heard of, you never heard of sweetest day. No, I don't even, I can't even really understand what you're saying. Oh my goodness. Sweetest day. Oh, interesting. All right. According to Google, sweetest day is a holiday that's celebrated in the Midwestern United States in part of the Northeastern United States. So that. And in Arizona, Florida, you're a good, yeah, yeah, nice Florida, Florida man, Midwestern man. Great. Like, yeah. yeah. So that I, maybe it's not a thing in, in New England. Hey, I, uh, I, 
on my over the course of my life i've come to realize i do not know a lot so it's entirely possible that well the the, the our listeners are mainly midwesterners so i assume that i'm going to get here pretty hard but um Oh, I was going to say banking on Jared and Kevin and bailing me out here, but Jared's a Midwesterner. So sure. Right. Kevin's from almost mid as is PA Midwest. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. I mean, they're in the big 10, right? So, yeah. so, so is Rutgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here, I'll, let me, I'll hit you with some Wikipedia facts real, real, uh, real quick. Retail confectioners international describes the observance as much more important for candy makers in some regions than in others. Detroit and Cleveland being the biggest, sweetest day cities. The popularity in Detroit was greatly perpetuated by the Sanders Candy Company. Frederick Friedrich Sanders of Detroit was a large promoter of the holiday. In 2006, Hallmark Hallmark marketed 151 greeting card designs for Sweetest Day. Um, Sweetest Day observance is most prevalent in the Great Lake region where the holiday originated, including Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, and Wisconsin. Um... In addition to those states where it's most prevalent, Sweetest Day is celebrated by communities in Arizona, California, Florida, Kentucky, Missouri, New York, North Dakota, Pennsylvania, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and West Virginia. So yeah, you're off the hook. Sweetest Day does not does not exist in in Massachusetts. Um, Paul, Paul, I grew up in New York. <laughs> yeah, but Kate didn't, so I think you're fine. Yeah, yeah, uh, never heard of this. Um, interesting. Yeah, it was like sort of like if you asked um like any of the the midwest members significant others they would all know about sweetest day um i mean they wouldn't make a big deal out of it but um but if you know what do you do is it like a... you like you go to like a sex store and you buy you know something you want to try out and you say happy sweetest day honey and um oh, so like a tuesday <laughs> <laughs> that's called easter morning at our <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Christ has died, Christ has risen, go buy sex toys now. <laughs> uh, actually, speaking of Sweetest Day, I mean, we can trade our best Sweetest Day stories, but I recall... Well, yeah, why don't you go first? I'll, I'll go first, because it, it actually ties into what we were talking about, about good party weekends in the fall. When we were in high school, this will hopefully Neil's still listening, but we'll... We had a um, our friend, whose parents were out of town. They actually may have been out in Boston. This was our friend that we actually just saw last weekend at the wine the wine party. And I believe it was Sweetest Day weekend, that Saturday or whatever. Um, and her friends were out of town. I think I told my mom I was spending the night at Neil's. And he, he told his mom he was spending the night at my house or something like that. Because I think Neil's parents were out of town too. I don't know. However it worked, right? We were like, we were scheming big time. I think we were like maybe sophomores or juniors in high school. Um, so we had a party at our friend Emily's house um, and her next door neighbor called Emily, who he knew was home. Um, I answered the phone and uh, hung up immediately. And so then he came over, knocked on the door and he was this is like an older man. Yeah. He was, you know, maybe like, you know, at the time, right. Like old, probably younger probably than like, us now. You know, 30. Right. Yeah. yeah and exactly. he was calling to let Emily know that the garage door was open and she should probably oh. shut it. But, oh. but because I answered and then hung up, which I shouldn't have done either. Obviously he came over and there were a bunch of people in the, in the basement. Um, so he kicked us all out. And then I think we wandered the streets for a minute right, trying to figure out where to go. And it was like, well, we can't go back to my house because 
my mom thinks I'm spending the night at Neil's. So I think we ended up actually spending the night at Neil's because his parents weren't home. Um, but we like literally we had nowhere to go. Right. Um, and we ended up within like an hour on Sunday morning, you know, everyone had figured out what we had gotten up to and, you know, there was repercussions, but, um, but yeah, that was a good, that was a good Swedish day party. A lot of like sour apple pucker and, you know, like uh, sour apple stuff. pucker. Man. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good one. Um, I don't really, that's the only one that comes to mind at this point, but, um, but yeah, you think of anything. No, it sounds wonderful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Too much of 16 year old derelicts, uh, wandering the streets on, on Swedish day. It's not on the Wikipedia page, but, um, but I'm pretty sure that was, that was the Swedish day weekend. Can everybody edit Wikipedia? So why don't you <laughs> That's a good idea. So so yeah, so there you go. So I don't maybe if you grab some cards, um, and you you know, and you could maybe if one day you could have an entry here on the Wikipedia page about how the increased revenue podcast brought Sweetest Day to Massachusetts. Um, I think it would yeah. be it'd be it'd be a big one for you. Yeah. So um, all right. Well, that's all the time we got for this yeah. week. Um, <laughs> it up. That's your... Brought to you by brought to you by Sweet Apple Pucker. Yeah, Sweet uh, Apple Pucker Hallmark. Drink it now. You get colon cancer in two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, I guess we can we can chat about some fantasy fantasy football. Although, yeah, uh, let's do it. You know, maybe recapping cool parties we went to 25 years ago in high school I, we don't I, you know I, I went to print plenty of cool parties paul we don't have to talk about all yeah. of them. Um, <laughs> so one time on um the third saturday of november uh, yeah. me and my friends had a big party yeah. and we got kicked out yeah, <laughs> i didn't go to any parties paul i still don't so. that's well I, you went to a kid's party last weekend right or yesterday so um yeah would you care to share with my kids yeah with my kids just to be clear yeah just to be clear yeah um do, do i oh yeah so it was um uh one a, a child from my children's class it was her fourth birthday um her she has an older sister who has a birthday around the same time so the, the family has like a, a joint birthday party and has for the last couple of years um it's a halloween themed birthday party at their house so um since this is our first year going kate had saw seen the mom uh earlier in the week and had said like hey like you know do do adults also dress up like just want to check in and she was like the mom was like yeah no the, 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 definitely um you know some do some don't but you know we as the host family and with our kids you know we do dress up so okay so you know our, we have two children they dressed up as elsa and olaf from frozen they really enjoy it. So Kate and I decided to go as other frozen characters to make it a whole family thing. We get to the party and like, you know, we park and I see another family getting out of their car. Notice the mom does not have costume on. Okay. Keep going, make it into the house. Notice none of the adults have costumes on. Um, see the host of the, of the party. The, the mother and father, neither of them have costumes on. So yeah, Paul, we ended up being the only adults with costumes. So um, <laughs> I like, I like the idea of you, you showing up with a, like an actual reindeer. Right? No, no joke. So, so Kate went as on. So the, I don't know if there's many frozen fans out there amongst the crew, but um, so yeah, my daughter was Elsa. My son was Olaf. Um, Kate was Anna, uh, Elsa's sister. And I was Kristoff, but Kate, uh, she ordered these things everything you order from like online now 
you have no idea. It's all just from from China, right? Yeah. And it's like it takes like eight years to get here. So, um, so we, we thought it was going to be delayed. So then she bought. Exactly to your point. Um, uh, why am I forgetting the reindeer's name? Um, Sven. Okay. She bought like a Sven head thing in the meantime because she didn't think the Anna thing was going to get here. So exactly, we almost did have uh, someone dressed up. Luckily, Anna and Kristoff, we just had like shirts and like ha- like a hat. It wasn't like anything too much, but. Um, if we did come as like our yeah someone dressed up as Sven the reindeer, that definitely would have probably been making an embarrassing situation a little bit more embarrassing, uh, <laughs> definitely for sure. But um, or but maybe like, the, I, the the two of you uh, like human centipeding a reindeer. Oh yeah, that, right? that exactly. Would, that that, that would have been perfect. Um, I mean, it is. I don't know if you know it is Swedish Day weekend. The Swedish so. Day, yeah, 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 yeah. It's perfect. Um, but yeah, no, that was good. But I, I was saying to you before, it's like it's it, what you would think it was would be like an embarrassing situation being the only adult um at a kid's party where you like barely know any of the parents um but really couldn't give a, a shit right like it was like uh so it was fun um yeah you just own it right it's like why yeah, are exactly. you, dress you just up? exactly you, you fucking hate your kid like you're dressed yeah up. exactly yeah right sorry sorry we're having fun over here what are you doing over at your place so nerds yeah I spent $80 on rush ordered adult yeah, exactly. costumes. And, and I also, yes, I did. We did. So yeah, we bought, we bought the, the Sven, no, sorry, the Kristoff and Anna stuff that we thought was going to get delayed. Then Kate got the um, Sven reindeer thing. And then I didn't know about the Sven reindeer thing and knew about the other things getting delayed. So actually I did buy when I was out the other day, some witch stuff for Kate and a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. So we, we so to your, your joke about $80 of Halloween costumes for this thing, this party, but, um, and this isn't even for our actual Halloween, uh, for right. actual Halloween, we have different things. So yeah. You guys are, are, we're always good at Halloween. So um, that's always good at Halloween. We, we, do you want me to go down the list of things Kate and I have been? For? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Who wants to talk about, uh, you know, Pat and, TQ's yeah, Jonathan Brooks. Like, Jonathan yeah. Brooks versus Ollie Gordon. Yeah, um, no, yeah. Let me hear the Halloween costumes. It gives Let's think. Okay, so going back to 2008 or nine, um, we were. Um, let's think. Kate. So just as a heads up for everybody at at the highest level preview, we really think outside the box, and like not one person gets our Halloween costumes ever. Uh-huh. Um, I get so. So yeah, Kate dressed up as a, as a brown chicken, and I dressed dressed up as a brown cow, and together we were brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> so that was one. <laughs> uh, the next year we were um, there was a Comcast commercial back in the day where they had very slow internet. It was an, a turtle family, yep, and they had very sp- yeah. the slow skis. Yep. So we dressed up as the slow skis. Everyone thought we were Ninja Turtles, but we had to correct them and say, no, we were the slow skis from that Comcast internet commercial. That was that was very confusing uh, to a lot of people, not to me and Kate, which nope. is all that really matters, right? Yep. Um, I think the next year, yes, the next year, because this is all when we still lived down in New York, the next year we went as the island of Hispaniola, right? Is it Haiti and the Dominican, no, Haiti and the, yeah, Dominican Republic, right? Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. Yep. Um, so like we each had one of the countries and then when we, we outlined in front of us. And so when we got together, we formed the whole island. Um, and nobody <laughs> like, also. Yeah. 
like would you put your arms around each other is that how yeah well so it's like i had like a cutout in front of me of the of the uh, okay the, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah and kate right. had the cutout of the other one on her side so then yeah. when we were next to each other they two they came together yeah and of course again nobody knew what we were yeah. but um I mean that's not that far off from human centipeding a no uh, right. a reindeer yeah. outfit yeah yeah it's, but it's that close. was a, we, we went out to that with that to a bar not to a kids party so um so again nobody knew what we were yeah. but one Hispanic man I swear to God came over to us and was like oh my God I know what you are and we we're like <laughs> amazing so so that made it all worth it yeah and it was like I think he was from the DR or Haiti um and. Uh, then I think the next year we were um, Tim, the Toolman Taylor, and uh, Wilson from next door. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. And then, oh man, I think we might, uh, I'm, I'm missing a couple, but we were Jay and Silent Bob one year. It's a good uh, one. Which one were you, Jay or Silent Bob? Uh, Silent Bob. Because Kate has like the longer hair. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what, yeah the straight hair. And so yep. she was able to straighten her hair and just wore like a ski hat. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of like forgetting some now, I think, but yeah, you get the general theme is yeah. that it's generally something completely random that nobody in the world understands what it is. So, yeah, and this year you went as parents who unwittingly dressed up to a non costume party, so yeah, 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 it's been good, exactly. Awesome. All right, well, I'm, I'm excited to hear more uh next week, maybe about what the, the big Halloween costume will be. Um, yeah, for, for this year, it's a lot of pressure. Oh, well, yeah, last year, let's think, we were um oh yeah last year i was uh snoopy kate was woodstock cora uh charlie was charlie brown and cora was what everyone thought was lucy but she was actually sally brown yeah yeah yeah. which that makes sense because right sally is charlie brown's sister yeah come on people you get it yeah i get it i got it i got i got you um and then the year before we were i don't know if you guys are sesame street people but what we were Cookie Monster, Gonger, they have a food truck, which yep. is an amazing skit that Sesame added. Um, and then Kate and I were Bert and Ernie. So. Nice. Not bad. I like anyway. how you uh, skipped over a few years, it, like claiming you couldn't remember, but clearly were probably all costumes acceptable at the time, but are now very offensive and which oh, yeah. this podcast canceled. So yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> you know, you know, one I, year we want is the Cosby family. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say actually the year when we dressed up as the DR in Haiti, um, we went out to a bar in New York, I remember. And I still remember that. So this was back like late two thousands, maybe 2010, 2011, somewhere in that time frame. Um, where I like, uh, I mean, blackface was never acceptable but there was a kid there that went as michael jordan and he was a white person he wasn't with our group he was just yeah. at the bar and he painted his entire body black yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> i remember at the time being like wow that's that's amazing but like now oh my god if you did that right that, you would yeah. Be, that would be, yeah that would yeah be, like no nobody way. would go out with you right yeah like yeah. yeah you'd be like no dude you gotta go to the bar by yourself like not, yeah. no yeah. yeah that's good so um, all right, Tom. Well, do we have any uh, rankings to unveil, unveil? Oh yeah, let me pull that up. This uh, this Friday, I think this is this is big. This is innovative. This is what keeps this is what keeps the people engaged, keeps them going. Um, so, yeah. Just to to recap for everyone, while I stall for time, while you pull that up, um, Thank you. we we had asked 
uh, the 10 members of the league to submit their coaches rankings for, um, for the, the 10 teams, right. Kind of creating a power ranking that, you know, may or may not reflect the, the standings. Um, we had a super cool app that took about 10 seconds to do. Um, I think it wasn't easy. It was easy, right? Yeah, it was super easy. Yeah. 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 It was fun. It was like, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was easy. Um, and so hopefully we got some decent responses, but like, you know, I don't, maybe we didn't make this clear last time because there seemed to be a lot of whining about it, but in no way will this, uh, you know, impact playoff positions or anything like that. We just thought it'd be a fun way to sort of account for, who's hot, who's not uh, in the standings, right? You got a guy like Andrew who's won four straight, but finds himself, I think, what, in fourth place or so. But um, but maybe, not to maybe spoil these rankings, but maybe he finds himself a little bit higher in the prior power rankings, right? And so um, will maybe help us uh, as we navigate these matchups this week, give us a little bit break, better, better breakdown of sort of where people stand, you know, how big are these matchups actually. Um, so Tom, if, if you're ready, if I, if I chewed up enough time there, why don't you, why don't you count us down from 10, um, where we're at in the, in the power rankings. Yeah. No, thank you for setting that up, Paul. That did give me enough time to pull it all up. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And like you said, the BCS computers still drive the playoff picture, but um, you know, the coaches still get a voice, right? Um, yep. So yeah, number, so without uh, further ado, number 10, Neckelman holding down the 10 spot. Um, yeah. So that's consistent with the computers. So the, the humanoids consistent with the computers. Number nine, me. So me and Jack, actually Jared, um, have a little flip flop at the eight nine spot between the computers and the humans. So uh, computers have Jared at nine, humans have Jared at eight, and vice versa for me. So Jared is one. The humans think he's one spot better, whereas the the humans think I'm one spot worse, which is not surprising. I think if the people could vote me down as far as possible, they they would. And so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then here, here's another dropper. He coming in at seven, Kenny, who the computers have. Yeah. But you you would have thought the way we talk about Kenny week in and week out, he would also be down in the basement with me. But, um, I think the three bottom spots are pretty, pretty locked in. Um, so Kenny is, is at at the bottom of the top, I would say, um, You know, he's coming in at number seven, Andy coming in at number six. So that's actually just a flip-flop right there at six and seven with Andy and Kenny. Uh, And then coming in at number five is our biggest dropper, I would say. I don't know. I'm sure I should come up with a better term for that. But um, this individual is number two in the computers. Ooh. Number two in the computers and number five with the coaches. So that's a three spot differential, the actual biggest differential uh, of all the teams. And that is party G himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a little uh, surprising, right? Yeah, like, I, we, you know, so. yeah. I think it just speaks to the, the top. I think it's, and it's pretty close. Um, the scoring in terms of like the top teams or the rankings. So um, yeah, I mean, it's close between five and four, I'd say party at five. Uh, but then our top three teams were locked in pretty solidly. So anyway, party at number five, Kevin at number four, which is one spot higher uh, than the computers have him. And then number three is Mark, uh, doc, the doc, good doctor coming in at number three, which is consistent with the BCS computers. And then Drew, to your point earlier, he, he the humans, um, they do think more highly of Drew than the, the iOS system. So Drew at number two is uh, two spots higher than his computer ranking of four. And granted, the computers, you know, it's some of the tiebreakers. They have the points um, differential there. Um, 
And then Paul, you are number one in our first ever coaches Paul oh, poll. Congratulations. The, I mean, maybe we should call it the coaches Paul because you're number one. Interesting. Holding on to that number one spot despite yeah. uh, two straight losses. Um, I guess that just speaks to the cushion I had built up earlier yeah. in the year. But, but yeah, um, yeah, it might not be number one for long. No. And I will say we did get seven responses, which is seven more than I thought we would get. So thank you. <laughs> um, but, uh, to your other three i mean you can lead a horse to water but you can't force the right. horse to drink right so right of exactly that's just the fastest drinks the most amount of water um yep, so, yep. there's a lot of that going on yep yeah um I, and the poll is fun it's good uh, you know we start at the end of the year we'll see because it's kind of like hard to to stray too far from the the computers but um i think it will be very good if we roll out next year preseason to see after the draft where people have uh teams because yeah um, that's that would be a good thing so i agree um all right tom we got about what 20 minutes before you you gotta go so let's knock out some uh let's knock out some quick previews four minutes of matchup and then uh, then we'll be done with this and then um once you hang up i'll just provide some more information on sweetest day um so it'll be good (laughs) all right cool all right we'll start from the maybe the bottom right um number two drew first number a 10 neil neil's got a lifetime record of seven and five uh, he beat Drew last year, actually, in 2022. So I was surprised going through the historical records here. Drew's actually, or Neil's been actually fairly successful against uh, Drew. Uh, Andrew beat him twice in 2021, uh, but otherwise uh, hadn't beaten him since 2018. So um, so Neil owns this matchup uh, a little bit. Definitely owned it early in the in in the league history. Um, so like we said, Drew Drew's been on a heater. Uh, Neil got his first win last week, but um, but you know it's been it's been a struggle all season uh, trying to re- recover for that bad draft. Um, what do you think? You think Drew keeps it keeps it rolling this week? Gets his fifth straight, moves himself firmly into into that pole position as we head down the home stretch. Is that is that what you like this weekend? Yeah, Drew's one two punch at quarterback is the best in the league, so that's always going to keep him as a, a favorite week in and week out. I would think or. Um, you know, close to it and, and very favorable matchups for his two quarterbacks, right? LSU playing Army and then uh, UNC playing UVA, um, both teams at home. So uh, whereas Neil has his Joe Milton, um, got to get Joe Milton time in on the podcast at Alabama. Not That can't be too good. And then yeah. uh, Michigan, uh, I know we've texted about it, obviously playing Michigan State this week, but at Michigan State, so you never know. Um, but Probably you, you do know. Um, and I don't know way. if Michigan was stealing defensive signs, um, yeah. right? So I don't, yeah, it, it, I don't know. Maybe I didn't if think it was long to talk about that. Right? Yeah, I know. Well, I guess, you know, there was Halloween costumes and uh, you know, sex toys on Sweetest Day. So, yeah. Okay, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> um, so for Sweetest Day, would you buy those like uh, the edible underwear? Right? Like it's like just because it's it sweet. Up. Yeah, exactly. Right. No, I think you go the most vulgar thing you can find. I think. Okay, that's, that's the one time a year. It's you can. Paul, I went to Catholic school. That is the most vulgar thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like hand lotion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, a vanilla looking candle. At, looking at thy neighbors and <laughs> wife in a in a, a savory way. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, one quickly looking, you would think that, uh, like we talked about Drew's hottest team. He's a team on the upswing has really good quarterbacks, has that, that, um, that edge there. 
Uh, I do think uh, Neil going with the double Michigan backfield, uh, yeah. Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. So that trade did go through, I think, then, right? Oh, um, real quick. Yeah, on this one. I got a text from Drew. So what, that trade was, quote, uh, submitted or accepted on Saturday. And then there's like a three-day wait period where you can veto it. Um, and then after the three-day wait period, the next day, Andrew texts me to say, I never accepted this trade. I don't know what happened here. Um, undo it. And I said, Andrew, you already put me on blast for a late yeah. roster substitution. Also, you knew this trade was pending on Saturday and there was a three-day you know, wait period. Any point during that three days, we could have dealt with it but you can't come to me the day after um, again and yeah. ask for, I just, I'm not taking that heat anymore. Right. So um, I don't know what his deal was. He had some convoluted story where he thought he actually traded Donovan Edwards for, you know, like sugar Sanders or something. Right. Like he yeah. was like, Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought the trade was for Caleb Williams, but I don't know. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, both those guys suck. So I don't think it'll matter all that much, but, um, but, but yeah, there, it was not without, complaint uh, uh with for drew which seems to be a reoccurring theme every yeah. week yeah thank you commish for being transparent that's yes. all we ask yes. from our, our leadership right yes. transparency right yes. like think what you want about it just give us the facts and let let your your people decide um you know based upon what you're the facts you're throwing out there so drew come on come on buddy come on come on drew you all proposed right. the trade what does he mean he never accepted it once you I, propose a trade then you're 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 subject to the pr- right? other person right yeah i think once the other person it accepts it or rejects it then you're just subject to the the, the league voting it down that's your right. only hope right yeah. so i he he thought that neil proposed it and that he accepted it but then was claiming he never accepted it but regardless right there was a time period in there where he could have raised the objection and the time to do it was not after it had gone through and you know that's not that's not fair to neil he already is dealing with a lack of electricity this year yeah exactly and to your point it was an edwards for edwards trade not involving right. involving braylon edwards and <laughs> it was like it's like both running backs putting up like four points a game. Yeah, so. yeah. And I think that was the first IR trade we've had in quite some time. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I think that is correct. Yep. So it's worth it just for that, if nothing yeah. else. And now it gives Neil um, the double Michigan backfield, which is right. amazing. Um, um, all right. That, go ahead. You got anything on this one? I'm just trying to move us. Move us yeah, no, I know you are. And I slow us down. I get it. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, uh, this is actually when I was going through. This is my upset of the week. I'm taking. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, oh, all right. Yeah. Call it out. Neil over Drew. That'd be huge. Huge yeah. if that happened. Yeah. Absolutely. E- huge. Even even though these uh, Drew's quarterbacks have super favorable matchups, and yep. so I think they're going to put up points. I don't know. I I think Michigan is going to want to take it to Michigan State. So I think that's going to result in a lot of points for his his three Michigan players. Nice. I love, and it'll just make Andrew even angrier about the oh, the, the non authorized yeah, trade. It'll be great. Oh, it'll be awesome. I hope yeah. that happens. I'm really I'm rooting for that. So I'll pick Drew, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm rooting for the upset. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one. Uh, Kenny and Andy, number six. Andy versus number seven. Kenny. Uh, Kenny six five and one all time. Uh, this has actually been a really close matchup. Uh, they traded wins in 2022, 2021, 2020, It's just like boom, 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 boom. Right? I don't think anyone's beaten anyone in back to back years uh, ever. Maybe. Um, so history would say this is an Andy win here. 
Um, I'm going to go with Andy uh, just because I think his, he's got the better team. Um, like you said, Kenny's sort of a, a sinking rock at this point. We've shit on him for the last month. Poor Kenny. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, and he like listens and he's engaged and he sends yeah. good text and we just we just crap all over him. I mean, he's a great guy, but yeah, um, super. Yeah, and he sent a text looking to see if anyone wanted to tailgate this weekend. Nobody responded, so you know it's uh it's just it's it's the best. But I like Andy. Um, I think I think he's got a decent team still. I think he's had some rough couple of weeks, but um, but give me Andy, give me Andy in this one. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, the only thing I'll well. The quarterbacks, this might be the worst four set of quarterbacks. And Jordan Travis is a very good quarterback. But, like, Kenny's starting Josh Hoover, a freshman quarterback for TCU. <laughs> On the other side, we have Alan Bowman for uh, or Oklahoma State and Haynes King from Georgia Tech. Like, yikes. Um, yeah. yeah, give me Andy, his running backs. I talk up every week. Uh, you know, and then also his – that Missouri receiver for uh, Andy is nasty. And also yep. – that. UVA Malik Washington. I clicked on him. I didn't even know this guy existed. Click on him and look at his fan, his output for the last. Whoa, whoa, (laughs) exactly. Whoa. Who is this guy? He might be the MVP of increased revenue. I didn't know he existed. Yeah. It might be the best receiver in in the league. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, give me, um, give me, uh, I'm with you. Give me Andy in this matchup. Yeah, I would agree. The only thing I Kenny does have going for him is he is starting that Michigan defense, and they Ooh. will they will yeah. know all the plays before Michigan State runs them. And Michigan State doesn't have more than three plays, anyways. But they'll they'll know exactly which of the three plays they're running. So, could be a big day for that that Michigan D. Something to look out for. Yeah, excellent. Uh, okay, it, it is going to be a big day for that Michigan Day D on Sweetest Day. <laughs> yeah. Sweetest day. There you go. It all ties back together. Yeah, that was not like nobody like that's awful just let's go all right next one number five pat versus number nine tom quinn lifetime records here is tom is five four and one uh similar to kenny and andy super close uh historical matchups here um tom you let you won last year pat won in 2021 you won in 2019 pat won in 2020 so it's been uh you know sort of Trading wins uh, in back-to-back years um, a lot as well. Pat, Pat had back-to-back wins in 20 and 21, but otherwise it's been a lot of trading off wins. You guys tied in 19. Um, I This one's very interesting to me, but I want to see where your head's at before I give my pick. Uh, how you feeling going into this week against the Party G Hot Boys? Yeah, now uh, all, all this fun to talk about Party is a big fan of the program, so uh, shout out Party. Um yeah, I mean, I think it's a good quarterback matchup. I think yeah, it's, it's a great uh, one. Yeah, yeah, like I think um, he I'll, – I'll honestly give the edge to his guys for the matchups. I just don't like that USC versus Utah game. So I think that severely hampers uh, Caleb Williams. Um, you know, you, th- you want him to have a bounce-back game versus Notre Dame. But I feel like you could see what good defenses might be able to do with him. And he looked awful against Notre Dame. Uh, and Utah's defense, I believe, is also very good. Um but uh, yeah, but then you look on, on Party's team and Penix, Arizona State. I feel like they're going to put up 80 points, Washington. So, and then BC, that quarterback is actually pretty good from a fantasy standpoint on the road at Georgia Tech. And not that Georgia Tech's good, but anytime quarterbacks that go on the road like that that are unproven, and you never yeah. know what you're going to get. But on a ba- on a bad team, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's you. That's a complete uh, like roll the dice. Who knows? But. Um, I don't know. The Utah matchup scares me for Caleb Williams. And then it hurts me for my other receiver, you know, like my two, two USC receivers. So uh, 
yeah, I think that's really going to hurt me long term. So I don't know. I think um, when I looked at it, I mean, my team is just down. My, my running backs and receivers are just awful. Like they've gotten worse over the course of the year. And, um, you know, I, I didn't feel that like early in the season, like I said, I was putting up points. I was just like unlucky. Now I'm just like, this team is pathetic. Um, so I don't know. I think parties um, team, I don't know. And he has a lot of Washington players now that I'm seeing. I mean, if he has McMillan coming back, which I think I, when I clicked earlier, it said that he should be playing this week, then then my team's in for a world of hurt. So. Yeah, I mean, this USC or Utah defense, to your point, right? They've given up 13 points, 7 points, 7 points, 21 points, 14 points. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, they haven't played a ton, but it's like Baylor. They throw the ball around, right? Oregon State is um, is a good team. Um, they, you know, gave up 21 to them, probably the best team they've played. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good – it's a good defense. Uh, I mean, can Caleb Williams have two terrible games in a row? Like, and yeah, I don't think so, I don't right? I, yeah. I sort of like I like the bounce back. I agree, it's a it's a tricky spot. Um, but you know, when you're a generational quarterback on a team loaded with talent, like you have to, right? right. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, the Utah fucking defense shouldn't be the, like the issue, right? You're gonna be playing, right. you know, like the Chiefs in like eleven months. So yeah. like you know, let's get to it. Um, so I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna take you here. Um, Whoa! Right, but I, I like I like your chances. I think it's a huge upset. Uh, this is my upset of the week. Um, I get, you're my you're, <laughs> you're my dog of the week. Um, and um, I think I just think your quarterbacks get it done. I mean, Penix at 10:30 at night against an absolutely atrocious Arizona State team makes me a little bit nervous there. But um, but I could also see. Um, oh, Pat just made a quick lineup change. He did take the McMillan guy out of his lineup. So, right, like whether or not that guy plays might have a bit of an impact. Pat also uh, snaked my Texas Tech receiver who I dropped last week um, who um, had put up absolute crap all year and then put up 15 points last week. So I'm a little bit angry at Pat. Um, but I like you. I'm taking Tom in this one. Thank you. Yeah, uh, no problem. I'll, I, I would do last thing on my team. Thank you. I'm getting uh, Drew after last week uh, taking Drew's sloppy seconds of um, Spencer Radler, putting up points for me. I'm getting Drew's sloppy seconds again this week with Griffin Kell. Who's Griffin Kell? The TCU quarterback who is Drew's uh, <laughs> you know, golden boy for the first half of the year. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Um, well, anytime you can eat up Drew's leftovers. That's um yeah that's, the, the, those the soupy soupy leftovers. The soupy <laughs> soupy small dose chili leftovers. Um speaking of that, did you notice the the diet tea he was drinking had ginseng in it? Is that should we be worried about his vitality? Isn't that why um oh. I don't know if you guys saw that in the picture that he sent, but it was uh it was loaded with it was loaded with ginseng. So it must he's trying to get that extra pep, right? Not quite ready for the testosterone injections, but sort of on his way, I think. <laughs> low T. Yeah. yeah, low T. Low T low T Drew. Uh, all right. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, I did not notice that, but yeah. um I'm I'm sorry, I'm distracted by my Fantrax app, you know, these super targeted ads. Yeah. I have an ad for a CPAP machine, so they really do listen to us. <laughs> they do about listen. Your yeah. sleep apnea. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the benefits of sleep apnea is that you wake up in the middle of a Pac-12 football game as overtime starts. So yeah, um, I would recommend not getting the sleep apnea machines as long as there's good Pac-12 football on. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is this year, right? Yeah. No, yeah. So 
get yeah. get get the CPAP next year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, number four, Kev versus number eight, Jared. Kevin, eight and five lifetime over Jared. These guys have played a ton over the years. Um, this is actually a rematch of last year's championship game, uh, which Kevin wow. unfortunately unfortunately won. Kevin beat Jared twice last year, actually, um, and Jared won in twenty twenty one. Uh, Kevin sort of dominated the matchup in the early years. Um, but they did trade off a decent amount of wins. These guys actually played each other three times in 2018. Uh, Jared beat him twice. Kevin won once. Um, uh, this one to me is probably a pretty easy pick. Um, I we took this look at the stats last week. Jared's teams don't throw touchdowns they gobble up rushing yards and rushing touchdowns he's got the best running backs probably in the league but he just has absolutely no quarterbacks and in order to win on a consistent basis here i think you need quarterbacks um so i like kev uh probably fairly substantially big in this one but want to see where your head's at tom with the specific matchups that uh that these quarterbacks are are facing this week yeah i think kevin uh i said before that um drew low t drew has um the best quarterbacks and he does i think kevin has the most consistent quarterbacks if that makes sense right yep. i feel like these two guys and i feel like bo Nix has like not even reached his ceiling but he always is going to put up around like close to 30 as is milrow honestly milrow puts up like 25 to 30 every week so i know we, we kind of shit on him um but he kind of like gets it done consistently for uh kevin's team so i feel like they're just giving him consistent output uh, I see Jared picked up that West Virginia quarterback um, who we talked about for like 10 minutes last week. Uh, he's, he puts up numbers. So yep. uh, I think it, and, and Emory Jones has been up and down, up and down, up and down. So, you know, if you catch lightning in a bottle for these two guys this week, who knows? But um, I think Kevin, if I were to gamble, if I, you said, Tom, your life depends on it, then I'd probably take Kevin's quarterbacks here just because you know what you're getting. Um, running backs, uh, you know, Kevin's, K-State guy splits time. So I think he's lost a little bit ever since that other guy, Ward, came back. This Dylan Johnson guy I've never even heard of, but I clicked on, clicked on him earlier, and he looks like he's actually pretty good. Will Shipley, also consistent. Um, and then Kevin's receivers are just, uh, I think, probably has, he has the best receivers in the league. So um, I think that's going to lead him to victory. Um, and, yeah, I think uh, looking at Jared's team, um, yeah, just uh, – Again, he does have running backs, which are solid, but uh, I think um, Kevin's receivers are actually going to be the difference here. In addition to, oh, Jared doing double uh, Tar Heel kicker d- defense. I Ooh. love when I, the kicker defense lines yeah. up like that. Um, <laughs> weird thing to say, um, but then I think the I think it's going to be close. I think Kevin's receivers are going to be the difference plus the Iowa defense. Sorry, Jared, Iowa defense leads Kevin to victory. Nice. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I mean, right. I think the Keon Coleman factor will be big again if he puts up a bunch of points for his Duke. Um, I don't hate Jared's receivers, right? Like Drake Stoops yeah. is okay. Lynn Polk yeah. is right. Like, I mean, he's got the third best receiver on Washington. Like, eh. um, right. Like this Travion Henderson play. Is he able to uh, run the ball against that Penn State defense? I think that'll be a, a big game, right? So you might know a decent amount by noon if jared's got a chance at all if if emory jones and trayvon henderson both have big games um otherwise yeah it could be could be in for a long a long day so give me give me kevin um this week as well and as he continues his ascent back up the up the standings yep um all right last game time uh we'll, we'll do a quick um game of the week game of the week uh again for some reason i'm in the game of the week again um we don't, Sorry, don't worry about me getting my kids um like you like you uh 
with Violet, just dropping her off at the soccer field yeah. and then picking her up later, or not picking her up. I, I'll do the same. Um, I'm just texting <laughs> this, Kate, see if she can get kids. This, I am on a work call. Yeah. Grab in our house. I was just telling you how my how, we live in a house that's like over, I mean, very old, and uh, the walls are made of like paper. So yeah. you hear everybody. So um, anyway, keep going. Yeah. All right, I'll go. Uh, so uh, number one ranked me, Paul, versus number three ranked Mark. Uh, Mark has owned me in this matchup. Uh, he's nine and four all time. And uh, that those four wins I have, two of those came last year. Otherwise, I've only beat oh. him in 2018 and 2016. Yeah, so, I mean, he's just absolutely domi- dominated me. You don't hear that too much. Over the years. No, 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 you don't. Uh, Were you just yawning? Uh, no, I wasn't yawning. Was that, did it feel like I was yawning? I don't think so. Okay. I thought you did, so I was gonna say, "Am I boring you?" <laughs> As I rattle off boring stats, I wasn't yeah. yawning. Um, Mark and I are what tied for first place, right? Both at five and two. Um, I've got a fairly substantial lead over him in terms of total points. I think I'm 120 points higher than than he is. Um, but right, if we're if we end up in a head-to-head tie situation for say you know a playoff spot, the fourth playoff spot, uh, a head-to-head win would be the deciding factor, not necessarily overall overall points. So, um, I mean, this game is is huge for both of us, right? A loss here, and I find myself out of first place for the first time all season, um, and you know tied with potentially three, four, five other teams. I mean, I can be out of the playoffs by the time we talk next week um, or I guess in oh. two weeks, right? So I need, I desperately need a win. <laughs> I'm not feeling super great about it though, but uh, maybe you can talk me off the ledge a little bit or um, or it'll go the other way and I'll just resign myself right now to a, to a week, uh, week eight loss. So what are you thinking here on the, on the matchups? Yeah, this is juicy. This, like you said, this is um, anytime you get a Goulet brother on a Goulet brother, it's it's exciting. Um, but just in, in week eight, middle of October, both tied for first right now, and in a in a loaded loaded uh, division, you know, where this has serious playoff consequences. This is this is about as good as it gets in the increased revenue world. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I want to uh, talk you off the ledge, but I, I think I might be pushing you. Um, <laughs> from a court, the quarterback play. I mean, I know that there was other game. I forget who it was where it was very underwhelming. This is also pretty underwhelming. Yeah, um, I think your Missouri Missouri quarterback who has a little red circle next to his thing. Oh yeah, update. Yep. He's probable. Okay, He's probable. He's probable. Last week he played all right. He threw yeah. threw the ball twenty nine times. So. Eh. Yeah, I mean, like, I know we've talked about Cam Ward um, and, like, ugh, but at Oregon, yikes. Right, that, yeah. That, that's, I, I wouldn't expect a lot from that. You never know, but um, I, I would not be expecting a lot from that. And then Kate, Cl- Kate Klubnik and this Baylor quarterback, like, both on the road, like, eh, I, I could see it. They're being pretty low output from everybody's quarterbacks across the board. Maybe, like I said, the Missouri quarterback puts up points for you. Um yeah, but from running back, I think you guys, it's pretty even matchup here. Um, I think everyone has pretty solid. I think J- uh, Jonathan Brooks is the best running back in the game this year. So, um, you know, that tends to tip the scales your way. But I think uh, Mark's running backs are just like very consistent and solid. Um, and then also from receivers, it's uh, I think ultimately, you know, 
Romy Adunze um, gives you the uh, edge just because he's so so good. And then if that Ohio State uh, Ibuka guy, um, you know, we talked about how Ohio State's offense is like nothing to be excited about this year. Um, and I just don't see it happening against Penn State this week. But I don't know. I just think um, that that goes the same for Mark's receiver, Marvin Harrison, right? Um, you never know. And then he has a PSU guy. So And he's playing uh, Stover as well, the um... – the, oh uh, yeah, tight end in a flex. Wow, position. but I mean, the dude puts up points. Does he? Okay, I, I didn't even catch that. Um, yeah. You know, kind of cheating a little bit, but um, I, you know, when I do the the matchups across the board, because then go down to the flex position, you see Mark does have his monster pickup of the year, Tez Walker, yep. Um, yep. down there. Do I think he's going to repeat his three touchdown performances of last week? No, but um, he should have fairly solid output, especially with them playing UVA. So um, I know, I think I said, I gave you the receiver um, edge, but actually, I'm going <laughs> to flip that and give it to Mark. Um, yeah, I, I think it's close, but I do. Uh, I don't know. It's a very close game, but uh, I, it, you know, gun to head, I'm going to take Mark. Yeah. I, this one, right. It's like crazy by three 30 um, on Saturday, this might be pretty much settled, right? He's got his Baylor quarterback going. He's got three guys playing in the OSU Penn State game at noon. Um, I think he's got a Boston College receiver playing early. Um, I think I've got a couple guys also playing at noon. The the Oklahoma receiver who's stepping in for an injured guy. So yeah, I mean right like by three thirty, we'll have a pretty good sense of where this is going to go. Um, I mean to me, the biggest thing with the rest of my season is whether or not Cam Ward sucks or not. Um, and if he continues to put up, you know, single digits, uh, my season's basically over. Um, so that's where we're at. Um, I, I don't love the matchup at Oregon, but I really don't have another option. It's sort of, you know, if he puts up 30, I'm feeling good. If he puts up 10, uh, I'm absolutely toast. Um, so I, I don't feel great. I think, like you said, this is, this is huge. It could go either way. Um, I mean, I, I've read, I've got probably seven or eight guys on this lineup that are capable of putting up 30 points, um, but, you know, also capable of putting up 12, right? And if they all put up 12s, I lose. If a couple of them put up 30s, uh, maybe, maybe I get the I get the win. So looking forward to the Houston-Texas uh, game in this one, right? Yeah. Just because um, Texas is last year in the Big 12. Um, Houston's first year in the Big 12, and the Big 12 just stuck it to Texas and shipped their ass out to Houston. Um, so that'll be that'll be fun. I think Texas will probably run the ball a lot, um, try to get out of there with a win. But that'll be that'll be a good game. Um, so I, I don't feel great. I'll feel even worse uh, when we meet on Sunday if I lose this one and I'm looking at three straight losses. Um, so I think I gotta have it, but I'm not sure if I've got the got the horses to have it. So yeah, I didn't sure. realize that the tiebreaker is head to head. It's it's like it's head to head if there's a if there's a tie amongst teams with like either head to head like where they're a tie between two teams or say there's like a three team tie and everyone's played each other. Got it. Twice. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like it, weird because we have unbalanced schedules, but like right, if three teams tied and they'd all play each other twice, and one team was two and zero, oh, one team was one and one, and one team was zero oh and two, we'd give the nod to the 2-0 team is how we've yeah. done it in years past but uh, do you that, control that or is that a fan tracks um i think it's a fan tracks thing surprised they have that yeah like, functionality yeah. yeah but they get a little weird with the um like with the unbalanced schedules and then i don't know if you remember a few years ago we found 
that like dude who had like the Excel spreadsheet on the internet and you could pay him like a dollar and you'd put yeah, in your, you put in your standings and then he'd tell you like what your playoff probabilities were. Um, no longer exists. Not on the internet. Oh anymore. no, really? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've searched. Um, yeah. and I don't, whatever happened, that, that dude's gone. So, uh, <laughs> yeah we can try we can try to make yeah, our yeah, own okay. like yeah. he's working for the CEO. you you figure out that then yeah, yeah right yeah 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 um th- talking about cam ward so yeah i think it's unlucky for you that cam ward has this matchup this week right yeah. it's such a pivotal matchup but then when you look at his schedule coming up he's at arizona state stanford cal colorado like right. it's like yeah. you know is yeah. really favorable matchups coming up after this it's just that he finishes at Washington at the end of the year, but that's like thank after Thanksgiving. So I don't even know if we're still playing, but um, no, or, it'd just be the when I miraculously make it to the championship game and then he gets shut down and I lose 112 yeah. to 306 to Kevin. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the <laughs> biggest blowout ever in increase. Right? Yeah, yeah. I canceled my kid's trip to Disney World the following week because <laughs> rock yeah. going. Mickey, Mickey's sick. Yeah. Uh, Kevin killed Mickey. We can't go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, I, I just I think uh, you know I'm gonna go with Mark on this one, Paul. But you know, it, they don't. It doesn't matter what I say. It matters what happens on the field. On, I agree. Virtual gridiron. Yep. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it for the week matchups. I think, like you said, it's a big pivotal week. Not a ton of um, not a ton of like big big games, right? Like the, I think you know Pat's got to get beat you. Like the winner, the loser of Kenny and Andy is probably done for the year, right? Like if Jared sneaks an upset against Kevin, I think that changes the dynamic of the league. Um, you know, like it just like you need upsets, right? To sort of make this interesting, right? Like Neil beating Drew or Jared beating Kevin um, or you beating Pat, right? Otherwise, if, if sort of chalk holds, we kind of are in a holding position until, you know, those teams start to match up against each other. So I think, you know, to to the point, right? Like sort of why we're the the fleshlight game of the week, the one that has major playoff implications right now would, would mostly be the, the Mark and I matchup, unless there's some, some major upset that we're not, uh, we're not thinking about right now. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. I didn't realize it until I was looking at the previews, but it was like, I kept, I got to your game last, but going through the first four, I was just like, yeah, none of these games, like, this is just kind of like, it's almost like, yeah, like you said, unless there's a upset, there's not going to do much for the overall picture, but right. But where, but for you and Mark, it actually is massive, Huge, massive, fish, massive, picture, massive so. game. Yeah, it's and like I'm we took see all him. our eggs. Yeah, I'm gonna, put them I'm in gonna one see basket. him on uh, on Saturday too. So, um, so that'll make it less fun. But, um, but I guess if I'm winning, it'll be okay. So, um, yeah, he, you know, if he puts his daughters to bed at six forty-five, we'll know that the night is not going well for him. So, um, or maybe it is because it's sweetest day. And if you put the kids bed early and then you open the sweetest day present and you know, then who gives a shit if you want or lost your fantasy football game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your, uh, enjoy your weekend. Uh, I hope you, um, hope you, hope you have fun on Saturday and hope you have a great sweetest day. And, um, Hope your uh, hope your fantasy matchup goes well. Yeah, I mean to make Sweetest Day special, I'm gonna have to make a special late night run. I assume the adult superstores are open late on Fridays, especially the day before and on Sweetest Day Eve. So right. I think I um, I think <laughs> I have to call my credit card company ahead of time to let them know to let the charge go through. It's not fraud based upon where they see the charge, but um... envision like driving up Route One in like Saugus to go. <laughs> to like a sex superstar walking and be like hello I'm here for sweetest days do you have a special section <laughs>
pull up my my Subaru. <laughs> like just like, hello, hello. <laughs> Do you think there'll be enough room in the trunk for the silicone half body that I'd like to purchase? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so how fast is that? Oh no, that's it. That seems very dangerous. I don't even know if I have the uh, amps. I don't even know if I have enough uh, power in my uh, panel downstairs for this. Oh lord. New question: An electrician comes to your house to install 220 power amps. Do <laughs> you tip him for your sweetest day sex toys? Yeah. Do you do you have to tip him? Do you have to tell him why he's there? Yeah. Uh, hey bud, thanks for putting that uh, you know that extra breaker in there downstairs. Uh, just, do you mind coming out to the trunk? I need help carrying this in. I can't lift this in. And, and just no judgment zone, please. Here's five bucks. Get yourself an iced coffee on the way home. Thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, your, your, your response was, uh, it was a good day for the text chain. Um, and uh, your your response was about my food situation was quite amusing. So thank you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and for, I guess, because that was only on, that wasn't on the increased revenue checks. No. For those who don't know, Tom had uh, inquired amongst a subset of his friends if it was customary to tip men of trade when they come to your house to perform certain services you uh, what had an electrician over to help install some overhead lighting that you were struggling with um, and wanted to know if you um, should tip him and the, the consensus was a little bit mixed um, and uh, you know I think uh, Jared indicated that he usually does not tip um, but um, but I think, you know, Steve, our friend Steve, uh, who's not in the league, um, is, you know, just, I think, tips everyone everywhere he goes all the time. He probably tips his kids when they go to bed. Uh, <laughs> he, he indicated that he would tip. Um, and so you erred on the side of tipping, which you gave as the leftover scraps in your garbage can that yeah. uh, you gave them to eat for lunch. Um, and... Uh, and then we'll, we'll do the whole thing to follow. And then at the end of the night to follow it up, um, there was some text back and forth amongst the, the various uh, dads. Uh, two of their wives were out of town. They each had gotten fast food that night uh, with their kids. Um, I think Steve had gotten uh, some Taco Bell. Jared had gotten some KFC. And you had indicated that you had ordered DoorDash for Kate yourself after the kids had gone to bed. Um, but in poor typical Tom fashion, the DoorDash never arrived. And so you were left to eat the scraps of the scraps from the electricians. The sloppy thirds. The sloppy thirds. It's even worse than Drew's old quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> but just the fact that everyone got fast food that night and your stupid DoorDash didn't show is just, it's just the best. It's just fucking life, man, in the nuts. It's it was and it's like late in like living in the burbs right like yeah. it's like 8 45 or something and when you don't get your DoorDash, and it's like there's not really another option right no. it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah it's not like all right like let me see what else is out there so uh, so yeah it's quite frustrating so. yeah yeah so yeah so question for the league do you tip um servicemen i had a guy yesterday actually come and blow out the uh, sprinklers um and he was sort of lingering in the entryway after he left. And I normally wouldn't have thought anything of it. And I was like, this guy's probably looking for a fiver to get the fuck out of here. And yeah. I didn't, I don't have cash. Right. Like, yeah. you know, so, um, so he left, uh, and, um, he'll probably never come back. So <laughs> exactly. Like he, he now he did, he did something to your front yard as he was leaving. So that yeah. you never know about, yeah. Yeah. It's like, is this, is this dog shit in the front yeah. yard? This looks very big. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the sprinkler, we have, we have one spring, our yard is so, so tiny. Um, we have one automatic sprinkler in the backyard, like look quite literally one sprinkler head. The first year we lived here, I used it and then it still had to have a guy come out to blow it out at the end of the year. Exactly. But, um, 
so just for that exact reason i never i've never turned it back on i was like forget it um so um but i think you can just get an air compressor and do it yourself right yeah i mean yeah yeah right or yeah or you could pay 150 dollars to have them turn it on and then uh you can have them turn it or turn it off and then you they come back in the spring and turn it on which consists of going downstairs in the basement and taking the knob and, and turning, turning it, it 25 yeah. yeah 45 degrees and yeah. then yeah so it's totally worth it but you save by stiffing the technician dude who probably makes 16 bucks an hour on a tip so um, there you go so i'm actually coming out ahead so jokes yeah on, jokes on that yeah yeah no and, and um you were basically accurate about all things it was not that we did not have the electrician out to do the the um overhead light the uh, light fixtures um we asked them about the light fixtures and that was fine so that, that's for for next time but yeah uh, gotcha 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 but I, but it was, it's actually way more embarrassing so our lights were like flickering and like a lot of different spots which is like oh this could be like a real bad thing right so um you know, you switch light bulbs, you do all this stuff, and it's still, like, they're flickering, and it's like, shit, what's going on here? Uh, you know, if it was, like, one spot, then it'd be like, ah, maybe, like, the light fixture screwed up or something, whatever, but... So I was like, god oh, damn. That's when I was like, all right, we need to call an electrician, like, because if there's a bigger issue here, like, it's, like, you know, I don't want to mess around with electricity and big issues. So, anyway, they came out, and it's, it's almost embarrassing to say, I should have, like, just looked into it myself, because... The issue actually is for now, like every light bulb is their uh, LED. Uh, yep. So like you can't, uh, you go to Home Depot and I remember even at, going at one point recent, like to be like, oh, like, do you have anything besides LED? They're like, no, that's all they make now. So it's like, okay. And like the GE, I don't even know if they make light bulbs anymore. Everything is like this like shit brand from wherever. But anyway, um, the LED light bulbs don't work so well with like old dimmers so like dimmer switches so we have like all these old dimmer switches that were fucking up with the new light bulbs and everything so um basically they just had to t take out our old dimmer switches and put new ones in which yeah. is like a two second job but yeah. they did for like 10 of them so it ended up taking them like a little bit of time so but then while they were here i was like actually i have an old outlet from the garage that like all these trips if you guys want to put a new one in out there do you want to change around uh, like i kind of want to get a new um floodlight let's so I end up like while we were walking around the house, like let's do some of these all small things, and it's just gonna end up costing me six hundred bucks, but yeah. um, for something that I probably could have done in like thirteen minutes. So. Yeah, it's like having a it's like having a hooker, right? You organize to do. Oh yeah. Thing, but then when once you're in it, you're like, well, you know what? That's while we're here, let's do let's do a few more things. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. of a sudden yeah. you spent all of a sudden you spent four thousand dollars. Yeah. Exactly. For most for stuff you could mostly do to yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Brought to you by Sweetest Day. Yeah. <laughs> so now